Welcome to Keeping the Lights On, a new podcast where we speak to business owners and entrepreneurs about business in the lockdown. I'm Jack Allen, founder of 95 Social, a student-delivered social media and creative agency based in Edinburgh. I want to speak to as many entrepreneurs and business owners about how they've innovated, changed their business and kept the lights on during this unprecedented time. Today, I spoke to Stephen Skirr, co-founder of Bonnie Burrito. Bonnie Burrito is a Mexican street food restaurant and takeaway based in Edinburgh. The hospitality industry has been hit specifically hard by the coronavirus crisis, and I wanted to speak to Stephen to find out what him and the team at Bonnie Burrito have done to keep the lights on. I started by asking Stephen how Bonnie Burrito started, how he got involved, and how the business has grown. Bonnie Burrito started as a food truck by Nick, um, my business partner with Bonnie Burrito. Um, Things were going really well with Bonnie Brio and a bit too well, actually. Um, the, the truck was doing so well, queues down the road, that Nick realised that he maybe needed some uh, some spare hands. Um, so he hired some part-time staff, and I was at university at the time and decided to need some beer money. So pretty quickly, within a few months, um, uh, yeah, I was working alongside Nick um, and a few others at Bonnie Burrito with the food truck. Things going really well. Um, everyone loving what we're doing, putting things like haggis and burritos, you know, topping nachos with our pulled pork that we make with Iron Brew, you know, throwing all that Scottish stuff in there, people going nuts for it. So it's going really well. And then myself as an ambitious business student um, decided that it might be an interesting idea to get involved with this because it was all going so well. Um, so I said to Nick, how about we open up a shop, which we did over on South Park Street. Um, so we got into business like that, and then from there we've developed things like hot sauces and, and done all sorts. Then we're in Sainsbury with those, and yeah, it's that's that's kind of that's kind of how it how it happened and, and what Bonnie Brew is. And, I mean, the, the vibe's always been always been pretty chilled out of Bonnie Brew. Um, we didn't really want a huge corporate type vibe. What's yeah. that business for a bit of fun? Um, so might as well keep it that way. Yeah, that's that pretty much sums up my career. Yeah, I think that was a very good encapsulation. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, obviously, it, I think a lot of people probably don't know that Bonnie Burrito was basically started by uh, was obviously started by Nick, um, and the, the team, the team like behind Bonnie Burrito is all really young. Um, you know, most yeah. people are, are kind of students, and um, it actually it has that feel when you go inside the shop. It feels like a young place um, with people that are just doing a good job and loving what they're doing. Um, and that's definitely kind of the vibe that you've hit. Absolutely, yeah. That's. I mean, like I was saying, we were we weren't getting a business for because we find it fun. I mean, you wouldn't do these things if you didn't actually enjoy it. And you didn't really yeah. It. So, in order to keep that fun going, um, we've obviously surrounded ourselves with people who are very similar to us and also like to do things in a fun way. So, um, it's very youthful, very fun. Um, we're all pretty chilled out, and yeah, that's that's the vibe that you get when you come into Bonnie Brew. So I'm glad that's that's obvious when you come in. That's, yeah, that's definitely. definitely. Yeah, and um, I mean, me and me and Stephen kind of chat all the time, I suppose, um, uh, and especially over the last few few weeks as this whole coronavirus um, stuff has been happening. So Stephen is one of our our Bonnie Burrito Bonnie Sauce Company, some of our our clients in 95 Social, and um, it's been. You know, every business we work with has kind of reacted a little bit differently to the to the overall situation. Um, so I guess the, the question I've been asking everyone, or I plan to ask everyone on these on these kind of podcasts and interviews, is when did you realise that the coronavirus was going to impact Bonnie Burrito, and when did you kind of realise that you were going to have to take some action? I mean, the the realisation 
I don't think it was ever really like a point, like a light bulb moment where it's like, ah, yes, we're um, in a bit of trouble here in terms of um, the whole world effectively changing. Uh, that never really happened. It was kind of gradual. It was sort of like, ah, there's a couple of cases in France. There's now a couple of cases in Italy. Maybe this is something we should uh, properly pay attention to. And obviously, you know, keeping tuned in with the news and things. And as things gradually started to get a bit worse, we realized hmm, maybe we should start thinking about maybe doing things differently, reducing some things here and there, uh, offering more on our delivery platforms. Um, so it was never really a sudden thing. It was a gradual thing. I mean, I suppose at one point, uh, they started talking about closing schools and asking people to work from home. And I think that was kind of the point where we were like, ah, right, okay, now this is a serious change because a lot of our customers come from people in offices who come from yeah, like, so lunch breaks. And, yeah. So I guess you guys are like, you know, so if you don't know Edinburgh, um, then you guys are basically located right in the middle of like the university kind of yeah. area, essentially. Um, yeah. So there's, uh, I mean, there's some pretty big offices and um, Scottish Widows just up the road from us. We've got the University of Edinburgh, uh, lots of student halls. So it is very much student and young professional um, yeah. all on campus. Uh, so as soon as say we're talking about closing schools and asking people to work from home, that was kind of the point where like, yeah, this is now going to seriously impact us. Rather than doing small things, um, now we're going to have to take some action. I think that was the point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, so, you know, as a business owner, um, you know, obviously you, you own um, Bonnie Brito and then you have the sauce brand as well. What what are your personal like feelings at that point and kind of how do you decide what to prioritise and how do you kind of, you know, figure it out in yourself um, with Nick, obviously, and the kind of senior kind of manager team at, at Bonnie Brito, how you're going to proceed with that? Um, how we're going to proceed with running the businesses? Um, yeah, yeah, keeping them going for a kind of such a uncertain time, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, because it's so uncertain, it's kind of you can't really do a, do a lot of planning. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a small business, so it's not like you know we have part of the management team that's their sole duty to constantly plan out what happens in case of a pandemic. Yeah, um, so when happen, it's kind of. Where, okay, this is a new piece of information that we've got. How does this work in terms of our business and how we operate? Um, this is another piece of information. Does that affect us? Does that not affect us? Um, so it's, it's when it's so uncertain, it's about when new pieces of information come forward. How can we use those to change what we're doing and making sure that whatever impact the pandemic is having on us is mitigated by whatever we can do? Um, yeah. And when new rules come in, things like the the furlough thing, yeah. um, pretty brilliant scheme for us. Obviously, the most important thing um, from a business point of view is to make sure that all the staff and all the employees are all okay. So when this comes along, your first worry is always how the staff going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are they going to get enough shifts? Or I mean, they can't work from home with our business, so um, are they going to get paid? Um, you know, how much can we afford to pay them? And then furlough comes along and that's a new piece of information that we've got. It's fantastic. We can work with that. That's great. So um, when it comes to planning and um, working out what happens, it's never really sort of like a a, a, a massive strategy thing. It's a, a how, take it as it comes almost, uh, a new piece of information coming along. So that that's how we felt was the best way to deal with it. Yeah, um, it seems to have worked pretty well so far. Yeah, I think, you know, you guys are pretty unique, certainly with a lot of our clients, they decided to close um, very early. Some obviously were forced to close, but some, you know, maybe they had takeaways or whatever. 
Um, and, and in that kind of weekend or three or four days when businesses were closing, me and Stephen spoke a lot uh, about kind of what Bonnie Burrito were going to do. Um, and, you know, you guys, I think, had a pretty um, clear um, decision that you were, you were hoping to stay open as much as you could um, and basically keep going as normal, but putting in that kind of safety um, aspect for customers and, of course, staff. So, you know, can you just kind of for people that haven't maybe heard what you guys have done and um, obviously you've you've stayed open. So what kind of changes did you have to make to like, the operational side of the business to to make sure it was going and also still safe? Um, yeah. So obviously you've got to listen to government guidelines. That is generally the best rule to follow. So things like social distancing, keeping two meters apart. Um, our place isn't very big at all. So we've been letting in a maximum of two people majority of the time only one person gets to come in so it's almost like a one in one out sort of thing um, we've been closing early um, and coming in early as well to make sure deep cleans are, are done every single day so um, a lot of social distancing a lot of cleaning um, following the government guidelines um, and, and yet yeah, staying open with relative normality is yeah. what we've decided to do I mean going back to how uncertain times are um, and again, then reflecting on the fact that the most important thing is staff is making sure that the revenue is coming in, that whatever happens, whatever level of uncertainty there is, staff are going to be able to get paid. And for staff to be able to get paid, we're going to have to generate some revenue. And to generate some revenue, we're going to have to be open. And yeah. we also want to be open safely. So that's pretty much exactly what we've done. That was our thought process. And it seems to have worked out pretty well so far. Hi there, sorry to interrupt the podcast. I just wanted to quickly let you know about a special offer we've got during this crazy time for small businesses, online businesses, restaurants and bars, cafes that are struggling with the lockdown. Keeping in touch with your customers is super important at this point in time. Um, it's likely that your restaurant, your bar, your premises is closed. Um, so keeping in touch so that when you do reopen, your customers can still find you, still know that you exist um, and want to come in and buy things from you. And um, so we've set up a social media management package that costs only 150 pounds a month. Um, we'll manage all your posts and we'll create the posts, we'll post them, we'll even help you with some ads if that's something you want to do. If you're interested, uh, we'd love to help you out. So get involved by going to 95social.co.uk forward slash keep the lights on. Fill out the quick form there um, and we'll be in touch ASAP to get you set up and get started. Now back to the podcast. Once you decided to stay open, uh, you know, from from our communications, your basically your next thought was how can we help the wider community? Um, so um, for people that are watching it that maybe don't follow Bonnie Burrito, firstly go and follow them. Um, but then after, um, Stephen, can you explain kind of what you guys went and did um, and how you guys are helping um, people that are literally on the front line? Yeah, so like you were saying, once all the, the chaos kind of calmed down, the dust settled, right, okay, we can open, these are the things that we need to put in place to make sure that everyone's safe and we've sorted all that out, how the staff are going to get paid, all of that's grand, that's great. Um, the next thing we want, then want to do is um, how can we help out? Because we kind of felt a little bit useless um, and we decided, you know, it's not like we can go in and actually help fight this pandemic on the front line, but we can keep people fed, maybe keep some spirits high. Um, so can we go and help out the NHS? It's, it's basically what we asked ourselves. Um, and how can we do it in the most 
effective and the most efficient way as possible. We're only a small business, so I mean, there's only so many burritos that you can give to the front line. Um, and, and how do we go about doing that as well? Do we ask people to come in store and show their NHS ID um, and then we give them a free burrito? How does that work? Um, but we did decide that one thing that Bonnie Brewers really got is a fantastic customer um, loyalty. Um, our customers are fantastic. Um, and what we decided to do was actually customers when they came in or when they ordered online they could buy a burrito for the NHS if they bought one burrito we would be delivering two so effectively Bonnie Brewer would then buy a second for the NHS and what we do is we just deliver them en masse on bulk to wards COVID wards you know people fight people NHS staff on the front line fighting COVID day in day out we deliver lots and lots of burritos keep spirits high keep people fed um, and it really, really worked. Um, customers really got behind it. They thought this was a great idea. Um, we've had burritos coming in from all over the place. It's not even just normal customers. It's customers that used to be customers a couple of years ago who've maybe now moved away, who've now decided they want to chip in. I mean, we've even had people from London coming in and and, and giving some burritos. So, yeah, the, the whole thing has been pretty, pretty phenomenal. I'm pretty surprised and taken aback and, and also so grateful from all the customers who've actually got in got involved this yeah. has been fantastic yeah yeah i mean it's been really cool to kind of like watch all the you know all the kind of feedback to what you guys are doing and um i think i guess sometimes people don't realize that you know you guys are actually delivering them yourself yeah um, which puts you um you get to have actually a lot of communication with um nurses and doctors that are on the front line and you know personally see how they're doing so yeah. obviously i mean for you that must be pretty special to, to see all the work that's going on oh yeah the the work they're doing is absolutely fantastic it, it's a hive of activity in the hospitals um people really putting in lots of shifts you can see everyone's working so hard and then when you arrive with a massive bag of burritos you can see everyone's face light up and everyone's actually really grateful which is really nice as well so we get yeah. thank yous from the nhs staff and and the support from the customers as well. It's just everyone as a massive community is coming together and getting behind it, which is which is awesome from both sides of things. It's it's really great to see. Yeah, for sure. I think, and also, you know, coming back to the business side of things, um, one thing that again was obviously really important is that you could buy them online. Um, and Body Burrito, I guess, has um, you guys not not uniquely, but you know, you guys put a lot of um, trust in delivery. Uber Eats, um, stuff like that. So how, how have you found like the online side of things? And has there been an increase in your online orders recently? Because I think a lot of restaurants have kind of stayed open, maybe didn't have an online presence. But for you guys, you've kind of always had that. So, yeah. you know, do you think that's been obviously worth investing in um, further down the line? Yeah, yeah, you're right. We've we've always had these online facilities, Deliveroo, Uber Eats, Justy, all these other all these platforms that allow customers to um, order from us online, which is great. Um, and then when this comes along, we've already got that customer base there, um, which means we can stay open. Um, you know, there's hardly any customers coming in through the door, um, virtually none. And so everything is now online. Um, so without having these platforms in place, without having that presence before, um, it, it would have made things really difficult. Having said that, um, the sales on the online platforms have actually been really good. Um, it has allowed us to stay open. It's obviously allowed us to 
um, make sure things run as normal as possible, if we can even use that word. Um, and then it's also allowed us to deliver so many more barriers to the NHS. So it's it's worked out really well. The online platforms are really, um, really important. However, one thing that is quite interesting with them is how heavily we rely on stable internet connection. And <laughs> you can imagine at times things do tend to go down um, at really odd times as well. So sometimes we'll we'll be offline for five, ten minutes because uh, maybe Netflix has released some new series that everyone's just jumped on board and started watching. <laughs> um, that is the How only downside. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only downside um, of all these online delivery platforms is we rely heavily on uh, the internet. It's kind of a necessity. Um, stable internet, yeah. It's a human right. should be. Yeah. There, there is, I think. Um, <laughs> So again, like so, with the the bio for the NHS today, yeah. how many have you sold? Um, so I was uh, I was told that just we're just over two hundred um, burritos going to the going to the front line, which is great. Yeah. Um, we were kind of hoping for maybe like ten or something a day, um, but yeah, we're in the hundreds already um, in total. So that's unbelievable support. It means we can deliver to you know lots and lots of wards um, at the hospitals around Edinburgh, which is which yeah. is great. Yeah. So yeah, you guys have donated, you know, a, a huge amount of, of food and and goodwill, I guess, to to people on the front line, which is amazing to see. Um, so I guess like kind of looking forward and, and slightly wrapping up everything now. What? How do you kind of plan for going back to normal um, as a business owner? Obviously, it's like really difficult, but um, you know, how do you? Make sure things, the kind of things, are in, in place so that when things start to go back to normal, you can ease into that. I mean, yeah, it's it's not a straightforward question, is it? because again, going back to the uncertainty, there's so many different things that could happen um, from now until whenever things go back to normal, or if things ever do go back to normal, and yeah. then we don't even know how long things will take to go back to normal, or when we will start thinking about going back to normal. So there's just so many questions that it's. It's really hard to plan, um, and again, it's it's more of a take the information as it comes. Um, almost, I mean, we can plan a little bit. We can maybe plan like a month ahead or something like that. You know, businesses yeah. do tend to think in terms of months, but when it's something like this, information changes sort of every day or every week. Um, we don't know what the months ahead are looking like, so we kind of just got to take it as it comes, um, making sure that we're on a steady foot as possible um, day after day. Um, and at some point things will start looking better because we will eventually get over this um, and we will defeat it eventually whenever that might be so we just got to keep going until until that does happen but I'm very very positive for the future I think um, our normal is probably no longer going to be what it used to be it will now be a different normal um, whether that's you know, remote working is going to be the new buzzword or whatever that may be uh, travel might be a lot less. Um, people might realise that conferences can't be online or whatever it might be. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what normality looks like afterwards. Uh, I have no idea if anyone was to tell you what the future looks like. I think they would have absolutely no idea. It's anyone's guess. Um, yeah. so, um, positive, yes, but in terms of planning or knowing what we're going to do, it's kind of hard to gauge at the moment until we know more. And yeah, sure. we don't know when we're going to know more. So. Yeah. 
Definitely, yeah. It is very much like a day-by-day, kind of almost hour-by-hour kind of situation. Um, So just wrapping up, um, firstly, thank you very much for coming on. Where can people um, donate a burrito to the NHS, which Bonnie Burrito will match? Uh, Yeah, so you can uh, go on to uh, uh, com, uh, order now, um, and it's right at the top of the page. You don't have to buy a burrito for yourself. Um, You can just buy a burrito for the NHS and check out, and it's all good. Like I said, we've had people from London buying burritos. So it's not like you have to you know, order something for yourself and get it delivered, you can just buy the NHS a burrito or a couple of burritos if you want. We've had a couple of people donating, you know, five, six, seven burritos. So, um, yeah, be as generous as you want as well. It, it, it all goes to the front line. It all helps. So, yeah, keep that support coming. It's been fantastic. Thanks. Absolutely. And where can they find more about Bonnie Burrito? What other services do you offer? Catering, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, so we've got a lot of information on that website that I've just noticed. I mean definitely keep up to date with all of our socials as well um, lots of information goes on there of course we've got our food truck so summer's coming around hopefully we're back to some sort of relative normality then we've got things like wedding catering and events and, and parties and, and we can do all that as well the office catering as well so if you want some greatest to deliver to your office whatever it might be body career can can generally help just yeah don't be afraid to get in touch we're pretty happy and pretty helpful yeah, yeah. And you can buy Bonnie Sauce Cool Sauces on Amazon. And um, Absolutely, yeah. If, uh, if you like Bonnie Brew, then you're going to like the sauces as well. So there's the Bonnie Sauce Company, which uh, we obviously sell our different hot sauces, whether it's uh, at thebonniesaucecool.com or on Amazon. Um, keep an eye out for us. We're in quite a few independent shops as well, um, which is nice. And our small bottles are in Sainsbury's too. So um, pretty, pretty easy to find us generally. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Stephen, thank you very much. Um, keep up the good work and keep up the deliveries to, to the hospitals and the, the COVID wards for sure. Um, thank you very much thanks, for coming Dad. on and thanks to everyone for tuning in, listening on the podcast or watching on Instagram Live. Um, we're back for another one, 1pm 1 on Friday. Um, and it's a good one. It's about the beauty industry. So yeah, tune in for that. Um, and again, thanks to Stephen and thank you for watching. <laughs>